Hello and good morning. Today is April the 28th, coming to you from a beautiful Tuesday morning. And today, the topic of discussion is an article written by Small Biz Trends. And that topic is titled, Five Marketing Hacks on the Cheap. I'm not making this up. On the Cheap to Grow Your Business during a pandemic. And as scammy and cheesy as that uh, article title sounds, it was actually a somewhat interesting article. Uh, This article was written by Dmitry Drogliv, and he wrote about five um, somewhat resourceful ways to market during a time where you don't, might not have as much money as other times. And we know that you know, sometimes when you don't have a lot of revenue coming in or whatever it might be, that it might be a time to go back to your roots of of when you were a smaller company or when you first started out or whatever it might be and go back and try to start from the ground up again. Start doing those things that you once did that worked really well um, and start putting in some of that sweat equity maybe. Um, and so he said, um, these are cheap marketing hacks to use to, during a pandemic. Um, you'll see why each marketing hack is important and how to implement it to reach new customers. So he gives five different suggestions to, um, that he recommends on growing your marketing that are virtually free. Um, so obviously we know you have to pay for labor and things like that, but he is trying to, to get your mind going of, of not just a paid search type of situation. Um, so the first one that he brings out, um, which was one of my, um, favorite and something that I'm actually been thinking about quite a bit. Um, was titled "Get Pressed by Responding to Journalists and Podcasters." Um, that is something that I've actually been thinking about quite a bit and wanting to do. Um, and that is, you know, reaching out to the the free marketing channels such as the news media, such as um, magazines, newspapers. Um, you know, your local newspapers, um, he goes into reaching out to podcasters as well as, uh, as a podcast guest, asking other podcasts around to be a podcast guest. If you do want to be a podcast guest, there's a podcast called Chatter with Steve, and I'm always looking for podcast guests. Um, you can reach out to me, shoot me a message. Um, but he recommends to always reach out to these people because these people, usually the people that are on the news are not there by, you know, happenstance. That is usually somebody that reached out to somebody or knows somebody or is looking for some type of free advertisement. And he goes into um, several companies that have a dedicated PR person that is constantly reaching out to these large media news outlets. Um, So, Again, this is not free in the sense of you don't have to do anything to get this publicity. This is something that does not cost a lot of money besides sweat equity. This is something that you can do, you can start working on and not have to have a lot of revenue. The article goes on and the second thing that he recommends is to personalize cold outreach campaigns. And he talks about how sometimes we get comfortable with our our cold, you know, we have a set of people that we've kind of always called on and blah, blah, blah. But he talks about going back into your archives of cold, um, um, cold uh, leads, I guess you could say cold leads and going back into those cold leads and talking and trying to get each and every person in there a personalized deal. So, hey, sorry if you're having a rough time. I've always admired your farm or I've always admired your facility or whatever it might be. Um, and going into these personalized cold outreach campaigns and trying to to go to each and every person, whether it be by phone call, by email. Um, he says that cold emails, he thinks, are um, kind of on the rise, that 
you send a personalized email um, that might not go to a spam box or whatever if you're just sending one email to a particular person and said that that is something that's been very successful um, that he's either read or done himself or whatever it might be. Uh, the next one is called, uh, he titles, Find Existing Mentions of Your Brand and Correct Them. Um, that is something that is just seems like a constant struggle and a constant battle. If you have anything that, I, I mean, everybody does business with humans, so you need to be found by something or someone. Um, and that is something that, at least with our business, with the feed stores, that it is an, a constant battle of of having the right phone number, having the right address, having the right products on because you don't just have your website. You have you are found by a Google page, you're found by a Yelp page, you're found by the yellow pages, you're found by some like mania, you're found by, you know, 10 to 15 to 20 different things that can pop up. We recently had customers coming in looking for alcohol. We sell uh, 99% alcohol for cleaning and stuff like that and hardly ever sold any until this this corona deal started happening and people were finding there was a page called Pointy that um, is it actually just got bought by Google, um, but it was this Pointy page, and we had alcohol on our Pointy page. Well, for some reason, all of a sudden, we were never found for alcohol. No one even ever asked for alcohol, and all of a sudden, people start coming out of the woodworks. We had orders placed from California, from Washington, and finally, I had to turn it off because we we quickly were backordered on that product. Um, but, you know, there's just random pages that can surface to the top of Google searches. Um, and so you have to be mindful of all of these pages. And it is just a constant battle to go constantly go in there. Sometimes my cell phone gets attached to these things. Sometimes, you know, it's the wrong address or the wrong website or the wrong Facebook page. You have to constantly update all of these pages that are not your own. It's not your own website, not your own Facebook page, not your own Instagram, whatever it might be. You have to constantly go and update these things. And it is just a, a never-ending cycle it seems. The next uh, one is titled, Add Videos to Your Landing Pages. Again, this is something that I've been working on a lot lately um, with Google. I've been trying to do a little bit of Google um, advertising, Google ads, um, to to appear at the top of a search for um, certain things. So whether that be, you know, people searching for, you know, Perina horse feed dealers near me or whatever, that we come to the top of that search. Um, but with a Google ad, you can choose what, when that person clicks, like, you know, largest Purina dealer in Oklahoma or blah, 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 whatever your catchphrase is to get those people to click on that. When you click on that, Google ads will take you to a specific page that you have it on there. And so what you want to do is if they're clicking on something with Purina horse feed, you want to have a page that is specifically set up ready for those people and, um, it says that adding videos to your landing pages is something that is very captivating. Um, so you click on that page, and then it is a video of you know me or whatever, or a video of our store that is saying that you know how how many different varieties of Purina horse feed that we sell or whatever it might be. So if you you know, advertise to uh, uh, you want to be found when somebody searches you know local Mexican restaurant or whatever it might be that you come to the top of a Google search for that. So when somebody clicks on local Mexican restaurant, click, you have a video there that, you know, displays the, how your grandma started this local Mexican restaurant and that you guys have the best quesadilla or whatever it might be. Um, so it talks about perfecting your landing pages. And again, that's something that I've been working on um, a lot lately 
it's not a free, you know, venture. I guess in some sense of the word, you can you can do a lot of that stuff your, yourself, but um, I wouldn't call that necessarily a free thing, especially Google Ads, where you're promoting people to click through certain links. Um, that is definitely not a free thing. That's uh, pretty costly, two to three to four or five dollars per click, uh, depending on what what thing you're shopping for or trying to promote. And then finally, the last one is a little bit of a downer. It was called Repurpose Old Content. And what it was saying was that you, if you had done articles before, um, if you had done videos before, to repurpose that content. So obviously, like I, I create a lot of videos or record a lot of videos. So what it was saying was is instead of you know focusing on creating new videos and things like that, if, if you're having some sort of production cost or um, labor cost involved with producing certain things, that you grab those videos and turn them into articles and post those articles or if you've you've paid somebody to write a bunch of articles that you repurpose those and turn them into videos or whatever it might be um again that can be a free thing that can be um something that you don't pay to to have um you know done for you that you can just repurpose content maybe that you've paid to have somebody to do before and repurpose that into something new or repost or whatever it might be if you're big into facebook advertising or um, even podcasts I see, I see a lot of podcasts that repost old podcasts that were maybe very popular a year or two years ago and i find that a lot of people um, i repurpose old facebook videos very often um, and a lot of people besides my different length of my hair a lot of people don't even <laughs> realize that they were old videos. I get text messages like, oh man, I liked your video from yesterday, you know, that they don't realize that I recorded it two and a half years ago because sometimes you have such a different audience, you know, two years later that maybe one person remembers. And even if the same people saw it, I mean, it's it's uh, somewhat egotistical to think that people remember your video two and a half years later of something that you're, you know, advertising. So, that is something that I do quite a bit, repurpose old content, old videos, old pictures on Facebook, Instagram, things like that. Um, and again, old podcasts as well, if that's your thing. So that's all we have for small business trends. Thank you for watching. If you made it to this point, you're my best friend. Thank you for watching this and have a great rest of your day.